Welcome everyone, live from Braybrook College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Braybrook Live on Live FM. My name is DJ and my co-hosts today are Gail, Sampi, David and Timothy. Our special guest today is the Youth and School Program Manager from Western Bulldogs, Hannah Singleton. Hi Hannah, how are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Uh, so, we know that you're the Youth and Schools Program Manager. We're really intrigued on knowing uh, what you do in that role, so could you tell us a bit about what that role entails? Yeah, no worries. Um, where do I start? <laughs> Every day is very different, that's for sure, in, in my role. But um, generally speaking, I manage all of our youth programs that we run at the Western Bulldogs Community Foundation, which I know some of you in the room and yourself, DJ, have been a part of. So I look after not only our community-based after-school youth programs, but also our school-based programs. So we run programs to over 1,000 young people in a year, all high school age. So we uh, look after not only the development and capacity building of young people in high school, but also providing them with opportunities to do things like this outside of school um, and also within school as well. So generally that's what I do. I also look after trying to um, fund a lot of our programs, so working closely with community partners, working to get grants so that we can continue to do what we do at the, as we are a non-for-profit organisation. Um, and I manage staff as well. So we have a team of about five in the youth uh, and schools department. And so I look after our team and making sure that we can continue to do what we do in the community. Uh, hi, Hannah, I'm Timothy. <coughs> and who and what inspired you to become the youth and school program manager? Um, well, it's not something that I thought in high school I'd be doing. I never woke up and was like, oh, I want to be a youth and schools manager. It's definitely been a long journey in discovering what I want to do. And I still probably don't know what I'll do in five to 10 years. I, um, I guess what's inspired me to go, I was previously uh, the youth coordinator at the foundation um, and that job came from me doing a degree in ma uh, a master's in public health. And I really enjoyed working in community, giving back, helping out our community. And so this role interests me because I was doing exactly that. And then after about a year and a half in the role, um, I guess I was working hard, um, putting a lot of effort and time into doing the best I can. Um, and the opportunity to move up into the manager role came about. And me being me wanting to kind of continue and progress in uh, everything I do and, and be the best, I um, put my hand up and went through the interview process and was lucky to be successful in stepping up into the manager role and really driving, I guess, from a strategy level, what we do within the youth space. So, and then supporting, obviously, the team to do that as well. Hi, my name is MP. Um, <clears throat> Can you tell us a bit about the Western Bulldog Community Foundation and what they do? Yeah, so the Western Bulldogs Community Foundation is the non-for-profit arm of the Western Bulldogs Football Club. So some of you may or may not know that the Western Bulldogs is around the corner from here. Um, and we obviously are in a really privileged position to have such a really tight-knit community in the West. Um, and as part of that, we uh, were lucky, I guess, to be um, able to establish a non-for-profit organisation attached to the club, which uh, drives community impact. So what we do is 
is work across a number of different um, areas, health and wellbeing, uh, youth and diversity to impact our community in a positive way. So we work with this inner west community, so Maribyrnong, uh, Hobsons Bay, Brimbank, but we also run programs all the way up to the South Australia border. So Ararat, um, Ballarat, we run programs as well. And we run both adult programs, youth programs, and then everything in between as well. So yeah, we do we do a lot in the community um, and we do it, I guess, utilising the Bulldogs brand to really drive that impact. So we're lucky enough to then be able to be involved in match days. So this Sunday, we've got our uh, AFLW round and it's actually community themed. So we're running that at the Community Foundation. We get to invite a lot of participants to the games, get involved in really cool things, but um, we actually don't do a lot of football in our programs. It's all based on leadership, capacity building, and then talking about health and wellbeing to improve the health of our community as well. Hi, uh, hi Hannah, uh, I'm David, and uh, as I heard like you as a school program manager mm -hmm. and uh, Western uh, Bulldog Community um, Foundation. Yep. And um, can you tell us a bit about like, what do you like about your job and what don't you like? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> I love everything about my job. Um, no, so I love, um, I think I mentioned it before, doing something different every day. So I come into the office, I'm here today. Tomorrow I'll be um, in Ballarat. The next day I'll be back in the office. And then uh, on Sunday I'm going to be uh, back in Ballarat at a, at a footy game. So every day looks so different and I love doing that. I love um, impacting the community in a positive way. Love working with young people um, in high schools and um, yeah, having knowing that everything I do is actually helping someone else rather than coming into work and kind of just doing what you do and not really thinking about the impact of that on other people. I know, I hope that it is actually really positively impacting everyone that I meet. Um, what I don't like, uh, I don't think there's anything that I would say that... I don't like about my job. There's definitely hard points. Working with community has its own challenges, being that everyone and every community is so different. So there's a lot of work that goes into everything you do to make sure that you're positively impacting the community in a right way. Um, so that's that's it's challenging because it does mean a lot of extra work, but that's that's why we do it because some people can't do that because they can't invest that time. So I think um, it's a challenge, but it's also a great opportunity um, for what we do. Um, and when we lose, um, footy is always hard. Uh, not that that impacts my work directly, but being a Western Bulldog supporter myself, it makes it not easy uh, watching those games because you get quite nervous watching the footy, knowing that it's impacting uh, the mood at work as well as your own personal uh, enjoyment of watching footy. So that's probably the, the hardest part going for the club that you work with because you've got a, a more invested interest in their, them doing well. So when they don't, it's a, bit, a little bit harder. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Brobrook Live on Live FM from Brobrook College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is DJ and my co-hosts today are Gail, Sampy, David and Timothy. And our special guest today is Hannah Singleton. Hi Hannah, my name is Gail and, I wanted to, and we wanted to know what motivated you to join the Western Bulldogs community? Yeah, um, 
So as I mentioned before, I um, love working in community. I grew up around the West, so um, my mum actually teaches at this school. So I have a really um, big community in itself just in my personal life here. So being able to work as well in this area and make impact um, has really been a big motivator. Um, and uh, obviously going for the Western Bulldogs uh, helps as well to be able to enjoy and work in a place that's uh, impacting the community. And I think my public health uh, background and health promotion, improving the health and well-being of all of community definitely was a big driver in going for this position as well and working for the foundation. So, Hannah, what is the overall goal you have for the, the, the progress? And could you, add, could you tell us what we will learn from attending one of the programs? Good question. Yeah. Um, Every program has a unique goal, but generally speaking, our uh, particularly youth programs that I look after um, want to uh, improve the leadership skills of young people and connect young people in with their community so that they have the opportunities to do what they want in life as well. So we focus on four key pillars, mental health, gender equity, intercultural understanding and social inclusion. So throughout all of our programs, you'll get to hear from incredible guest speakers from all those areas around mental health, um, learning about different cultures in your community. The West is one of the most multicultural uh, areas in Australia. So for us to be able to create an environment where people can share where they've come from, where they've been, where they want to go, is really important. Um, and then obviously employment and education for young people is a huge one. So us being able to provide opportunities to connect in with different um, levels of community, whether it's through a job or through volunteering um, or even just joining our program and having that on your resume uh, when you go for uni applications or jobs to show that you've done community work is, is quite a, a great thing. So I think for a lot of our participants, um, that's a big driver to join. Um, and then having myself or our other um, my other colleagues as referees so that you have that really good point of uh, reference as well is is important so hopefully DJ I've done that <laughs> justice you're a, obviously participated for a few now a few years now I don't know if you had anything to add there but that's sort of what we hope young people get out of our programs yep. uh, so what advice what advice would you give to young people about overcoming their challenges and fear to meet new people or like others in general yeah, I think that's a huge one, particularly coming out of uh, COVID. Everyone was so isolated. So coming back into school was really daunting. Going into uni after school or work is really scary. Um, I was always a shy person at school um, and it wasn't until year 12 that I really started to come a little bit out of my shell. And, um, and that's okay. I think it's, it's my siblings are very uh, outgoing and loud. And so I always thought, oh, maybe I need to be like that. But it's okay also to fly under the radar. And um, if you don't know what fly under the radar means, um, it's sort of going about your work and doing it the way you want to do it. And a lot of the time, credit will be paid where it's due. So if you work hard um, at what you want to do and what you're passionate about, then you'll always do well in wherever 
wherever you go. And I think that's something that I've always followed and always been supported by my family is that, um, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do after school. I liked science, so I did a biomedical science degree. I finished my degree and thought, oh, I don't want to do doctor. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to do research. So what I ended up doing is taking a year off and I did volunteering up in the Kimberley and I invested time into trying out a lot of different things. And by doing that, that's when I realised that my passion uh, was in community work and working closely with young people. So that's where I followed then that path. And I think the, the moral of that story is it's okay to chop and change or take some time out to actually reassess where you want to go. You don't have to have things sorted by your final month of year 12. You can, you can actually um, take some time to think about it. Um, and there's so many options. So even if you start something and you're not quite sure that's right for you, it's okay to try something else. As long as you put your all into everything you do, then you'll be okay. <laughs> All right, um, Anna, um, can you give us an example of like, of the time where it been hard for you to build up the confidence to speak mm -hmm. and how like you overcome it? Yeah, I think, um, as I mentioned, like I've, I think, Every year I went for a leadership position at school and got rejected every year by year 12. Um, and I think the biggest thing from that is I didn't give up after the first time. I just kept trying. Um, even coming here today, I'm nervous sitting up here talking, um, but I don't not do it because I'm nervous. I think the more you do things, the more you put yourself into a position where you do feel quite nervous, you feel the butterflies in your stomach. Um, what's the worst thing that can happen? You say one wrong word. Mm -hmm. that it's, that's, if that's the worst thing, then, um, then you're, you're gonna be fine. So I think definitely putting yourself out there, even if it means you're feeling absolutely horrible before, and you're dreading it, 98% of the time or 99%, you'll come out of that feeling incredible, a lot better than when you first thought uh, you were, when you were going into it. So I have always felt that way going into anything new I do. I'm so nervous. I don't just go, oh, yep, this will be easy. But um, you always do it because you know by the end it will, be, it will be great. So I think always just putting yourself out there and trying again and again and again and... Um, and that's the main thing, not getting yourself down if you failed once, just keep on going and trying. So that's probably what the obstacles I've had to overcome to start to do more things like this as well. So Hannah, how would you overcome the challenge of trying to help a young person um, connect with others and come out of their bubble? Yeah, um, I think programs like what we do at the foundation help with that. Um, actually, uh, your bubble generally as a young person is school. And even within school, there's things you can do to put yourself out there. So sitting up here today, that's already getting yourself out of your bubble a little bit. Um, and if that's the only step you feel like taking, that's okay. But then chatting to your teachers, chatting to your wellbeing staff, chatting to your siblings, parents, guardians, to talk about what else is out there to trial. Um, there's so many programs offered at your school. I know that because we do some as well. 
have a look out for those things and don't be afraid to even try and go to a session because you never know who you'll meet. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have gotten jobs, uh, including myself, out of just purely going and trying something new outside of my little bubble. So going and volunteering, going on a youth camp. I went to one in year 12 and that's what really I used for a lot of my um, examples of community work when I went for the interview for this job. So just don't, uh, don't limit yourself to paid work either. So have a look at what other volunteering opportunities are there. Our programs are a great start. Um, if you're looking within the inner west, we do a lot of different youth programs. We do volunteering as well. So having a look there to start, but always just asking those around you as well. I think a lot of the jobs I've had are through connections. So don't, um, don't feel like you can't ask anyone around you what different opportunities are there as well. So just following on with that answer, do you have any stories or experiences that you can share with us of a time where you helped a young person that struggled to connect with others? Mm. Yeah, well, even just recently, I had um, a girl who uh, went to a sports college nearby um, and she did some work experience with us and she actually texted me and said, can I catch up with you? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, which takes a lot of guts to do that because it is quite nerve wracking putting yourself out there. And we got a coffee and she just literally wanted to ask what are some um, opportunities around that she might be able to get involved with. And so I sort of listed all the different opportunities, all the different courses. Um, and there, that's just what I know. And I started to link her in with some other people and she texted me two weeks later and said, oh, I just want to let you know I've got a job. Um, so there's putting herself out there by just having a coffee with someone who she's met in her past kind of work experience. Actually, whether it was a job with us or not, it's helped her to find a job in the area she wants to wants to go with. And not to put you on the spot either, DJ, but I know DJ joined our first program and maybe said two words the whole time. And now look at you up here doing an interview um, in a podcast. I've seen you do speeches before. So I think out of anyone um, in our programs, I've probably seen you um, excel to a, a level that you probably didn't even know you could get to either. Um, I knew all along, but you were, you said in your speech once, I remember that um, you wouldn't have ever thought you'd be up there doing a speech at graduation and there you were and you didn't just do it once, you did it over multiple graduations. So that's another great example of someone I've seen really excel through putting themselves out there, even if it did make them feel a little bit nervous. Could you tell us a bit about the programs that the Western Bulldogs Community Foundation offer and how you would apply to get into those? Yeah, no worries. Um, so I'll talk about our youth programs because it's um, obviously our audience here today. So we run um, what we call our Youth Leadership Project, which is a six-month six program um, for young people. And we meet fortnightly and we develop, um, we get a lot of different guest speakers coming in and talking about those topics that I mentioned before, but we also um, allow them to develop a social impact project. So we support young people to think about a topic 
topic that they really are passionate about and then develop over the six months a project to address that. So it could be to do with youth mental health or potential racism that they're seeing in their school or their community. So we support them to do that. So that's our youth leadership project and we run that across five sites. Um, we have a camp with that one, so it's always fun. You get to meet lots of new people. Um, we run a program for young First Nations students as well. So that one's our Nelly During program. Um, and that program uh, is during school time. So it runs for four sessions during term three. And then we also have some weekend excursions, one being at the footy and a camp. Uh, we run a program for young African Australians within the community as well. So that program is similar to Nelly During where we get to run different excursions. We do a podcasting session with Ralph as well. Um, and we do a lot of different fun on um, both cultural excursions but also leadership capacity building. Um, we run a Leaders of the Pack program for young multicultural women as well. So that one combines both sport and leadership for 10 weeks. Um, and then we also run multiple different school workshops. So we might come in here and deliver, uh, which I think we're doing next term, five workshops for different groups of students. We deliver a lot of workshops for VCE, VM and VCAL students because their curriculum is pretty much what we do in our programs around community wellbeing. Um, and then we run our big youth fest in the West event, which we have um, our Bark for Youth Advisory Group, which is made up of all of our past participants that want to be part of our advisory group, which DJ's a part of. And uh, with our Bark for Youth group, we actually run a big youth event, which this year we had 40 organisations as storeholders and we had over 300 people attend across the West of Victoria. So next year we'll be, be bigger and better. So to get involved, it all goes through your school. So we literally send this out to whether it's your career support teacher or your wellbeing teacher, um, your year level coordinators. So keep a lookout. It will all be posted on Compass and all you do is click register and then we get in contact. So you don't have to do much, um, but just have a look out and share, share with your friends and family. Yep, that's all we have for today. Thank you to our guest, Hannah. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today. Live from Burbrook College in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Burbrook Live on Live FM. My name is DJ, and my co-hosts today were Gail, Sampi, David, and Timothy. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day.